Hello, and welcome to today's episode of the Breathe and Receive podcast. I will be sharing with you a variety of habits that have absolutely transformed my life that have helped me move from feeling anxious, stressed, depressed, disordered eating, feeling lazy, procrastinating, not feeling proud of myself into the absolute opposite, feeling healthy, peaceful, proud of myself, in love with myself. I could go on and on and on, but I will in this episode, and before we begin, I want to give you a special announcement that the certification for 2023, the Manifestation Coach and Energy Healer Training Certification, is open for enrollment, so we have a special price going through the month of November. We have so many student shares and experiences up on the website. If you feel the call to creating a profitable business practice as a manifestation coach, as a mentor, as an energy worker and or healer, and you want to join me in this three-month intensive certification, then the doors are open. You can go to www.aliciamcneil.com forward slash certification. It's also linked in the description of this episode to learn more and apply we are limiting this training to 10 students total, so spaces will fill. I would get your application in as soon as possible, as soon as you know it's a yes for you, and we will go from there. Now grab a cozy cup and let's get to the episode. Welcome to the Breathe and Receive podcast. My name is Alicia McNeil, and I am here to help you manifest and enjoy the life, relationships, and business of your dreams. I believe that each one of us is uniquely designed, and as we become more aligned with the truth of who we are, life becomes much easier, and we get to simply sit back, breathe, and receive all that life has to offer to us. I hope you enjoy this episode and that it brings some entertainment, laughter, and transformation to your day. If it does, it would mean the world to me that you share it with a friend or tag me on social media. Now let's get to the show. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of the Breathe and Receive podcast. If you don't know me or this is your first episode, my name is Alicia McNeil. I am a manifestation coach, a breathwork healer. I have been for almost four years now, and I am passionate about sharing my tips and tricks and hacks to living your best life. On this show, I call them coffee dates. I also have a weekly newsletter called Coffee Date, where I encourage you to get a cozy cup. It can be coffee, tea, cacao, and just sit back and enjoy conversing with me. One of my absolute favorite things in the entire world is going to a coffee shop and chatting with a friend about life and love. So that is what I'm bringing to this space. I keep it super real, super authentic, unedited, uncut. And in today's episode, I'm going to be sharing with you habits that have transformed my life. I've written down a list of 26 habits, okay? I don't know if I'm going to share them all, but we're going to get through a chunk of them and and we'll just flow with it and see how much I want to share. Now, what I've realized is that habits have absolutely been 
the key to me transforming my life from experiencing severe, severe anxiety, social anxiety, suffering with different eating disorders for five and a half years, depression, uh, toxic relationships and partnerships, being messy, feeling like I was a lazy person, uh, having this extreme negative self-talk, hating myself but not realizing it at the, at the time because I wasn't conscious of these behaviors and habits. Looking back, I can see that what has helped me transform is these series of habits that I've created over time. And I'm just like realizing that for the past four years, well, more than four years, but four years as an online coach, I've been helping people change their behaviors. And it's been through all these different courses on like self-love. And um, in the past year, there's been more on business and coaching and um feminine energy and all these different courses and I'm just making the connection that in them I teach habits so I'm really really excited for a class a free class that I'm teaching this Sunday it is all about how to break habits that aren't serving you build habits that are serving you and a little introduction to breath work because that is one of the umbrella habits that really affect every area of my life in a positive way. So I'm very excited about that. You can re register for that at aliciamcneil.com forward slash free meditations. You can also check out the link in the description of this episode video, which I, if you're watching it on YouTube or, or on the podcast, you're listening, you can find the link there. You can also find it in my social medias. So there's a way for you to find it. And if you're watching this, 10 months into the future and it's already 2023 there should be some sort of free resource for you there to support you in this area of life because it's so important and so helpful okay so before I start listing out the habits that have supported me I really want to just talk about habits for a moment because I don't know about you but for me, it has been a journey to build habits that support me and my life. I used to think that I have no willpower, that I have no grit, that I'm a lazy person, that I'm a procrastinator. And what I realized was that that actually wasn't true. It doesn't take motivation to stick to a habit. It, it takes science. It takes the steps. There are these pathways in our mind, these neural pathways where it's kind of like if if a river is going down and it's it's forming like a stream is forming over time the more that the water flows it's like the grooves get deeper and more ingrained and that's how areas of water grow and expand is because the water is running over it over and over and over again and this is what happens when we're building habits so if you have the habit to roll over in the morning and check your phone. That's just a habit you've built. If you uh, obsess over people that you aren't dating anymore, like your ex, you're not crazy, that's just a habit you've built. If you uh, don't make your bed and have clothes all over the floor, you're not necessarily a messy person, that's a habit you've built. And what I'm trying to say here is, you don't need to define yourself as the habits that you've built, they are 
they are who you become. However, you can always shift it. So what I'm saying is just because you're messy or lazy or doing things you don't like, it doesn't mean that's who you need to be for the rest of your life. The incredible thing is we can shift our habits. Therefore, we shift who we are. Eight years ago, I would have described myself as something completely different than I am today. And today, I am the kind of woman that I am absolutely wildly, madly in love with and I'm proud of. And I was just talking to my one of my housemates <laughs> about uh, being fantastic or something. And, and someone told me I was fantastic. And I was like, yeah, I am. And he goes, you believe you're fantastic? And I was like, hell yeah. I have a healthy sense of ego. I think it's beautiful and important and incredible to to be so fully in love with yourself that you you believe you're fantastic and you know that you deserve the best and I truly feel that way about myself and and I think it's so healthy and and beautiful and everyone can get to that place where they're so in love with themselves and so proud of themselves and so kind to themselves that they can look at their life and feel proud of what they've created, feel proud of what they did today, excited for what they get to experience tomorrow, and to know what you deserve. Because whenever we are engaging in behaviors and habits that aren't serving us, we become mad at ourselves, we judge ourselves, we become self-critical. And that is just no fun and it's it's whenever that is when we start allowing people to treat us the way we don't want to be treated I have been in toxic relationships in the past where I allowed myself to be really really hurt emotionally abused lied to cheated on and I kept going back and now I can look back and see that that version of myself just had these habits of of outsourcing my love, of outsourcing my power, of being self-critical, of uh, just so much. So I want you to know that it is possible for you to change and it takes these small shifts at a time. So although I'm going to share with you a lot of habits that have changed my life, please know that I started this back in, well, like my exercise and diet habit, I started so long ago and a lot of these other habits I started like many years. Um, however, it doesn't take many years to start a habit. That's what I'm going to be teaching in this free training, exactly how to do it. Because for me, it was kind of like, I don't know how, I'm just winging it. And there are ways that I could have been a lot more efficient and effective. And now I'm building habits that it's like they're getting ingrained a lot quicker because I know how to do it properly and how to really follow the scientific path to rewiring those neural pathways in my brain so that the behavior becomes effortless instead of it feeling like it's taking a lot of my time and energy and motivation, okay? So with all of that said, I'm gonna start with the first habit I wrote down that has changed my life, which is breath work. If you know me at all, you know I'm wildly obsessed with breath work and it's so cool because a lot of my friends are getting into it and and they're just experiencing the benefits. Breathwork to me is the number one tool for self-healing. It is the only thing that I can go to when I'm feeling anxious, sad, 
angry, frustrated, where within 20 minutes, it's like that emotion has completely shifted and been replaced with this, this energy of love. What breathwork does for me, the first time I ever tried breathwork in my life, it was 2019. I did a 20-minute free breathwork meditation download, laid down, breathed, sat up, and was like, oh my God, that is a feeling that I have been searching to feel for so long. It was the feeling of self-love. It was the feeling of my essence, of my spirit flowing through my body. Now, if you don't, you know, uh, vibe with those words, it's fine. It's what, what the majority of people have said to me is, wow, Alicia, I'm actually beginning to feel what self-love feels like. I'm beginning to understand it. It's not a concept anymore. It's actually this feeling. So I actually have finally, after practicing breathwork for over three years now, I've finally made it a daily practice. And this is, I went to a breathwork healer training about three or four weeks ago. And actually it was like two or three weeks ago. Every day we breathed for, uh, for eight days we breathed with partners and in groups. And then a few of my friends said, hey, I want to breathe every day. Let's start a little group chat and we'll tell each other each day that we've done breath work. And I swear, just three weeks of that, now my body craves it every day. And I just put on my music, I breathe for at least 10 minutes and I am just feeling so connected to myself, so clean, so clear. And it's not that like I don't experience any painful emotions anymore. Like for example, today I'm feeling super tender. I was like tearing up a little bit earlier. I received some interesting news earlier today and then some really sad news about a family member um, on the phone a few hours ago and I'm starting my period soon. And it's like the goal for me is not to be 100% happy all the time. That would actually be like, weird and uh impossible no one's happy 24 7 and it would also be um, probably boring because if you think about movies and tv shows you never ever ever watch one where they're just like fine and dandy 100 percent of the time like that's not why I, our souls are here i believe we're here to learn and grow and evolve and heal and ascend and of course that's going to come with emotion so breath work for me it does make me feel good for sure, like a hundred times better. However, what it really does is it, it helps me feel safe in my body and it helps me be with my emotions, be with my sadness and tenderness that I'm feeling today and not make it mean anything, not make it mean that I'm a bad person or that I'm a sad person. I'm just experiencing the sensations of sadness. It doesn't mean need to mean that, you know, my business is gonna fail because I'm feeling emotions or that, um, like there's something wrong with someone who's triggered me. Like breathwork really supports me in coming home to my body and allowing myself to really hold and nurture and be with these emotions, which actually allows them to move through the body faster instead of suppressing it or numbing it out, which again is a habit um, that people create and you can uncreate and replace it with healthy things such as breath work. 
One other thing I want to touch on here, and I'm not going to go into all the, the habits in, in this grade of detail, is that, excuse me, is that breath work also supports you in healing the root cause of some habits that don't serve you. So for example, I've been talking a lot about healing uh, emotional and binge eating lately because it's a course that I've been teaching within the online healing center. And I had two friends ask me at different times in the past couple weeks, so do you just still have your eating disorder and you just deal with it? Or is it gone? And I said, it's gone. I, I don't have the, the, the triggers anymore. I don't turn to food in the way I used to. I don't view my body the way I used to. Like it's completely gone. It's completely healed. And they said, huh, I figured that's just something that you have to deal with forever, like other addictions. And here's the truth. Addictions are not something we have to deal with for the rest of our life if you have a healing experience that dissolves the root cause of certain habits. So for example, a lot of people with addiction have this energy that's stored in their second chakra, their lower belly, and that energy is actually what's creating the addictions. So let's say you try and, and um, replace let's say it's emotional eating with something else like sipping tea. If you don't heal that root core trauma that had created that addiction, then you may end up numbing out or vicing on other things. So that's what's really cool about breathwork is it's not just making you feel good. It actually heals these deeper layers of trauma and emotion and energy that's stuck in the body that can be causing habits that you don't actually need to have nor replace with another behavior, okay? Now, the second habit that has changed my life is being kind to myself. This means believing in myself, supporting myself, cheering myself on, I've kind of touched on this already. Like when I'm feeling emotions, I'm like, oh, okay, I love you. I've got you. I can hold you. Uh, when I look in the mirror, you know, I used to look in the mirror and be super, super, super critical, pick at my skin, pick at my, pinch my body, like just be so critical and uncomfortable to the point where I would cancel vacations and not uh, go last minute because I was afraid to be in a bikini. I was so critical of myself. And what really helped me shift that was learning to fall in love with myself and learning to be kind to myself. So looking in the mirror and intentionally saying, I love this about you or giving myself compliments. I would write down, I am confident. I love who I am. I'm proud of myself. I love my heart. I love my personality. And in the beginning, it felt like a lie. It felt like, it felt really weird and uncomfortable because I just had never been kind to myself in my own head. And now, because I ran that pathway, that river so many times, the, the negative thought pattern is replaced with positive thoughts. And I am extremely, extremely kind to myself and loving to myself. So these first two are, are so major. And if you're looking to start 
creating habits and you're like, oh my God, I have so many habits that I want to break and so many that I want to create, where do I start? I would start there because even if you want to start, you know, a healthy food and exercise habit, most people want to start that because they want to feel good. They want to love themselves. They want to love how they look. And I guarantee you, if you don't practice the self-love and creating peace within yourself, with your relationship to yourself, it doesn't matter what happens on the outside world. You're still going to find things to change about yourself and it's never going to be good enough. Take it from me because I've been there. So start with these if you are looking for a place to start, okay? Now, the third is super simple, making my bed in the morning. I used to just not, and then there'd be clothes all over the floor. There is science that shows making your bed is the, it, it improves productivity. So in the beginning, it took effort and I was like, oh, I need to make my bed. Now, moment I get out of bed, I make my bed before I go to the bathroom before I drink water like I make my bed it looks good I don't want to get back in it and if I ever lay in it during the day like on top of it I'll I'll make it again like I'll make it nice and neat when I get up it, it feels great the fourth is helping other people so I realized that a lot of my life I spent really selfish like just helping myself helping myself. It was always about me. And then I started to make a conscious effort to help other people. And I realized how good it feels and how a big part of this life for me, I believe that a big purpose in life is to help others. So I've gotten into the habit of that. As you know, I'm obviously doing this podcast. I teach different courses. I'm always sharing on social media. It's an incredible habit that has changed my life astronomically. The fifth is learning every day. So this is like listening to a podcast, reading part of a book, listening to part of a book, watching a book summary on YouTube. I, part of my personality and my interest is learning. I love to learn. I loved being in school and taking notes. And I, just because I'm been graduated for a few years, I, I got to find ways to continue my education, investing in courses and programs, learning every day for at least a few minutes, sometimes for a full hour. Number six, exercise and movement. So what really, really helped me create this habit was exercising in a way that's fun and enjoyable. So in the beginning, the reason I wanted to exercise regularly was just because I wanted to look better. I wanted to be skinny. I wanted to be fit. I wanted to, I wanted to feel self-love, but I didn't know it at the time. I wanted to feel confident. I wanted to look like a model, you know, all the reasons that a lot of people choose and want to exercise. Now that is when it was really a roller coaster. Oh my gosh, it just started snowing. I'm so excited our second snow of the season. Um, so exercising, uh, let me come back to where I was at. Yeah. So I was in a roller coaster with my habit with exercise. Like I would exercise for a few days really hard, then burn out. Um, I would gain weight. I would lose weight. Like it would be a, a roller coaster. And what's really helped me stick with it 
is finding things that are enjoyable and really listening to my body. So I love to dance. I love to go on walks. Sometimes throughout the month, my body will be craving like a really intense workout. So I'll go do a HIIT program. I love hot yoga. And for me, enjoyment is so important. It's not, okay, I want to lose body fat, so I need to go do HIIT four days a week. That actually, if we look at the female hormones, if you're a female or you have a womb, uh, our hormones shift every week. And it's actually can be very detrimental to our health to do high intensity interval training when we're on our period and, and the week before our period, because uh, it can it can stress our system out, the hormones get out of balance, all this stuff. So I'm not going to go into detail on that here, but finding something enjoyable and sticking with it creates that consistency. And if you're looking to reach your ideal healthy weight. It's that consistency that's super important and really creating that uh, short-term reward for yourself. So for me, I stick to exercise consistently because I crave it now. Because I did it consistently for a few months, my body began to genuinely crave it. It, uh, I could feel my heart craving cardio. I can feel my body craving the mental clarity, the, the relaxation after feeling proud of myself, feeling strong. Those are all short-term rewards that you really want to cling to if you want the long-term rewards of better health and fitness and weight loss if that's what you're looking for because it's the the main reason that people fall off of an exercise and diet or healthy eating habit is because they're looking for long-term results immediately. That's what I used to look for. I was like, I want abs right now and it didn't happen, and then I'd give up, and I'd find the next diet, and it's just like, ugh, I got, after half a decade and beyond of doing that to myself, I got so tired of it, and now I have this very consistent movement practice that feels really good for me, and my body has been able to maintain this healthy, ideal weight because I'm not stressing myself out over it, and because I'm having fun. There's actually science Oh, my nose is getting stuffy. There's science that shows that joy helps us lose weight. So if you're having fun while you're moving and at other times throughout your day, it's actually going to support you rather than being super stressed out over exercise. Okay? Now that leads me into number seven, which is drinking water right when I wake up. I have this water bottle. I'll show it to you. Well, if you're watching on video, it's just this giant water bottle. It's like 40 ounces. I fill this up with warm water and a squeeze of lemon in the morning. And I drink probably a little bit over half. I love it. My body's addicted to it. It helps me wake up. Now, I started this years ago, and it wasn't easy. But I stuck to it. I committed to it. And now it's effortless. My body loves it. And that relates to number eight, which is eating healthy 80% of the time. Healthy eating to me is eating food from the earth. So fruits, vegetables, lean meats, uh, eggs. Uh, I love uh, oatmeal, but I like to, 
uh, have protein in there and a healthy fat. And I did study nutrition a lot in the past, so I know a lot about it. But to me, I don't think in terms of like counting calories or counting carbs. I'm really in tune with my body and what my body wants. And my body craves fruits and vegetables, especially vegetables. Now, this wasn't always that way, right? I wasn't raised to eat a ton of vegetables, but the more I ate them and just added them to my plates, over time, my body began to deeply, deeply crave them. So now it's this effortless habit where I can't, I genuinely can't imagine going a day without a vegetable. It's not like I would be mad at myself. It just would be, it would feel weird. Like it would feel like, like my body would feel like, yuck, like I, I need those vegetables. Like it's like my body and cells are genuinely craving them. So now it's, it's natural, natural and effortless for me to eat healthy 80% of the time. And it's fun because I get to teach family and friends who want to learn more about healthy eating what I've learned because I did used to really, really uh, learn about it and be into it. But I also, on the flip side, love to eat chocolate and pizza sometimes. I, I don't crave it all the time, but my housemates love it. So sometimes I'll have pizza, a really good bagel. Um, uh, I've started eating meat again, as you may know. So like I've been eating burgers sometimes and ooh, let me tell you, they're so good. So for me, that's just like, for someone who struggled with uh, being so obsessed with what I ate for so long to have such a healthy relationship with food where my body craves nourishing food, yet if I wanna have something, that's less healthy and maybe my body doesn't want as much, I have peace with that and I can trust that my body is gonna uh, be able to process it fine, okay? So number nine is investing in myself and receiving support. For so long, I was terrified of asking for help. This was a lot when my mental health was struggling a lot. Like I remember my junior year of college, I was just, in such a dark place, I went and saw a therapist and I got like six free sessions through the school and I went to a few of them and I started to pretend like everything was better. Like I, it felt so scary and raw and vulnerable for my therapist to know that I was quote unquote weak. Like I had this story that it was weak to not be perfect. And I didn't know that people struggled. I thought I was the only one and I was like in this place like and like no one knew and that was such an illusion now I know that every single human on the planet has trauma and fear and emotions and sadness and they've all lost someone or lost something and we all have experienced pain a lot of us have struggled or are struggling with some sort of addiction and negative self-talk like all of these different things so and I learned that strength is being vulnerable and asking for support. There's this explanation. I, uh, I don't know the word I'm looking for, but when I first started investing in myself, someone I was listening to on a podcast said, your body is your home. 
your body is your home and you can invest thousands of dollars in rent or a mortgage, in decorating the inside of your home, in a garden, in a car that takes you different places. But how much are you investing in the home that you take with you 24 seven until the day you die? You take it to the bathroom with you by yourself. You take it to on, on the walk to your next location by yourself. You are the only one that is with you 24 seven. And it, this relationship you have with yourself is the only one you'll have until the day you die. Like, I know that it sounds dark and maybe scary, but it can also sound really beautiful if you fall in love with yourself. Like, wow, I'm so grateful that I get to be with myself forever. Like, how fun is that? Because I love myself and I enjoy my my personality and, and I know that I've got my back. So I really, that's when I really began to realize, wow, I'm investing so much of my money into, um, you know, my rent and my car and clothes, like de- decorating my body but not into my mental health and my relationship with myself and um, healing the trauma within my body. So a few years ago, I started really investing in my healing and uh, uh, mentors, coaches, guides, certifications that taught me how to teach others, business courses, and oh man, oh man, I can't express enough how much that has transformed my life. And I'm so grateful that I excuse me, humbled myself to ask for support and be vulnerable and say, hey, you know what? I actually don't know everything. And if you're somewhere that I want to be, you probably know the path quicker than I do. So can you show me the path? Let's Investing in yourself with people who are where you want to be and are teaching that and you really value like their not just what they're claiming, but you can feel their energy and you feel they're embodied in their work and you admire their lifestyle, then it's really cool because it's like this fast track to getting to where you want to be. I kind of imagine it as, let's say you're, uh, you're trying to burn, like let's say you're a piece of wood and you're trying to burn, but then there's this blazing fire next to you And you have the opportunity to join the blazing fire and be taken quicker. You can burn quicker. Uh, So that's a visual that that comes to me uh, about investing in yourself, okay? Number 10 is having fun daily. So this is like dancing. That's actually, we can just call that number 11, dancing daily. I'm obsessed with dancing, and now I'm actually taking dance classes. I'm going to one really soon. I'm excited. Um, When I'm, like, feeling funky, and I put on a song, and I just allow myself to get weird for three minutes, oh, my gosh, my mood is lifted so high. Lately, it's been Mariah Carey, uh, All I Want for Christmas is You, because it is early November, we know Christmas is a lifestyle. Thanksgiving is just a day. (laughs) Um, Going on adventures, going on coffee dates, playing games, cooking. For me, I really love living with housemates that are really good friends. I'm living with two of my best guy friends right now, which is the first time I've ever done that. And I'm definitely living my new girl dream. But 
uh, it's really great because we get to have fun even if we don't want to go out and do something. And for me in the past few years, really prioritizing adventures and realizing that life is happening now. It's not happening in the future. It's happening now. So how much can I enjoy my life today as I'm in the process of getting to where I want to be tomorrow has been pivotal. Number 11, not date or not what? Oh, <laughs> this is it. Dating who they are today, not their potential. Okay. Dating who they are today, not their potential. I have had such the habit of fantasizing about people in the past who like I was creating this story that they were so much greater than the reality of how they showed up in my life, right? Please let me know if you resonate with that and you do that as well. It's such a thing to do, especially amongst women, uh, not to stereotype, but it's just what I've seen having abundance of male friends and having an abundance of female friends. I notice that women do it a lot more. Uh, I don't know why it doesn't matter, but it's a habit that you can change. I used to get a crush on someone and just hype them up in my head, but they wouldn't be like respecting me or they wouldn't be pursuing me. Yeah, I was creating this fantasy. And even with exes who treated me poorly, after we broke up, I would still create this fantasy about them. And I wasn't being real with myself about how, who they are in the present moment. I was dating their potential. I was dating who they wanted, I, I wanted them to be, who they could be in the future. But what a disservice, right, to both of you. Because you're not dating the person that you are that they are in 10 years, you're dating the person that they are today. If someone's dating me, they're not dating who I am in 10 years, they're dating me today. And I would want them to love and appreciate and admire the woman I am today, just like you should, you get to be dating someone who you love and appreciate and admire who they are today, okay? This habit shift is gonna be so freeing for you if you don't have it yet because you're gonna re realize how much time and energy you get back. And what I like to do when I'm, I'm actively dating uh, people right now, and um, what I like to do is go on the date and, and notice how it makes me feel, how I feel with them, right? Because really the reason that we choose to date people is how they make us feel, right? How we feel when we're with them. So I notice that, then we part ways, and I'm like, okay, great. I'm going to leave it at that. We'll see how they make me feel tomorrow and the next day and the next day. And this doesn't mean that I expect them to like try to make me feel a certain way. I just mean, let me see how they show up as a human being and as a man or as a woman, if you're dating women or, or them. Um, and and not create this illusion and this false narrative. And that really gives me a lot of my time and energy back. It makes me feel in my power, in my confidence. Like I know what I deserve and I know what I want and I'm in no rush and it will come. Let's see, let's have fun. And I'm gonna keep myself open to a variety of people until one person feels like, okay, this is someone that I will be dating exclusively, right? It's so easy to like hone in on one person. Oh, there, I'm back. It's so easy to hone in on one person 
and then like you're like closing doors to other people when instead you could be this confident queen and keep the door open and let people show up the way they're going to show up and and navigate from there and, and choose from there and yeah it's to me it's really fun and empowering and and saves a lot of that like silly stories that aren't actually true okay number 12 smiling at and talking to strangers I first started doing this back in I don't know when but what I the most vivid memory is in 2019 in the previous podcast episode where I'm uh, telling you how I manifested friends I tell these stories of smiling at people and talking to strangers and genuinely caring this allowed me to make friends and then I realized it helped me be very confident and I began to fall in love with humans and people and hearing their stories. So that has really changed my life. Number 13, being honest and vulnerable. That's a given. Number 14, saying no when I mean no and yes when I mean yes. Another given. You know, this life is short and the only resource that is limited is our time. So why spend our time saying yes when we want to say no and saying no when we want to say yes? This takes a lot of courage. And that brings me to the next one. Taking courageous action. Taking courageous action feeling the fear and doing it anyway. Gosh, I used to run from my fear. It felt like I was running around a track. And every time I got back to the beginning, the fear wasn't gone. It just got bigger and bigger and bigger. And finally, I took a bold leap. And I was like, wow, that actually wasn't that scary. So then it became easier to take a bold leap and easier. And now things that used to feel scary, like sharing about myself online and talking to strangers and asking for what I want and having courageous conversations and crying in front of people like all that used to feel terrifying for me and now it's like oh right it's just a part of life but it took that courageous action in the beginning okay number 16 self-pleasure practices as a form of self-love and connection to spirit you might have heard me share about this before I used to feel very disconnected from my sexuality, which actually made me very disconnected from my body, from my spirit, from my creativity, from pleasure and intimacy with others. So this is a regular practice, which I call yoni egg magic. With I use a yoni egg, and I've taught this before in a program, and it's just it's transformed my life, my my relationships, my relationship to myself. It's helped me manifest. It's incredible. All right, the next one, waking up early. So instead of sleeping in, I like to wake up and be productive. Uh, the next one is calling people I love when I'm sad or lonely. I touched on this a little bit earlier, how it used to feel very scary to be vulnerable. And now I feel very... Uh, 
proud of myself and supported whenever I feel sad or lonely and I call people I love or I lean on people that I love that are near me instead of holding it all in. Let's see. You know, I have a few more. But I feel really complete. Like I shared a lot. It's been about 42 minutes. So I think we're going to leave it there. So I would love for you to take away from this episode any ideas of habits that you want to break, habits you want to build, the what I said in the beginning about small steps. Don't, if you want to build all these habits with me, uh, great, but please don't try them all at once because I want you to set yourself up for success, okay? So choose one or two and really commit and join this free training if you want for me to show you step by step on the most effective way and easy way to scientifically move that behavior from the part of your brain that takes a lot of energy to the part of your brain where it's just effortless and natural and easy. These small steps and these small habits that you ingrain into your life, you're going to look back in a few years just like I did and say, wow, I am so proud of the person that I've become and my life has completely transformed. So if this episode was helpful for you, it would mean the world to me if you shared it with a friend, your best friend, your family member, someone you think it will support. And I will see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Breathe and Receive podcast. If you enjoyed it, it would mean the world to me if you shared it with a friend or tagged me on social media. I love you and I hope you have a beautiful, magical day.